Welcome to To The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Network and Edge Solutions Group. Hello and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Network and Edge Solutions Group. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and today we're talking about AI and ML-based solution development, the annotation process, and how to make it easier and faster. We will take a look at trending use cases and, of course, the innovation enabled by Intel's Network and Edge Solutions Group. It is my pleasure to bring on today's guest, Neetu Elizabeth Simon. She is the IoT ML Senior Software Engineer for Network and Edge Group at Intel. Neetu, thank you so much for being here today. Can you start off by introducing yourself and maybe give us some setting of the stage on the topic that we're about to discuss today? Sure, uh, Michelle. Uh, thank you for that uh, introduction. Uh, so my name is Nito Elizabeth Simon, and uh, I'm a senior software engineer with the Network and Edge Group. I have uh, experience developing several AI ML based solutions um, in several domains like the retail, healthcare, uh, and the industrial use cases. Uh, my current project, I'm more focused on developing AI uh, ML based solutions uh, in the healthcare. Um, healthcare sector. Um, so currently, um, you know, we have a lot of devices getting connected together um, and a lot of data being collected from these devices. Uh, it's mostly been possible because of you know, faster and cheaper processes we have and also the network speed. Uh, so these solutions, the AI and machine learning based solutions are becoming more and more common. Uh, one particular type of uh, solution is the computer vision based um, uh, solutions where our data that is coming in uh, is actually a visual data, can be an image or a video. So uh, we are seeing a lot of uh, innovations happening, a lot of solutions getting developed and uh, deployed um, in, in the fields today. Uh, however, uh, there are a lot of challenges in uh, you know, building a solution like this and getting it to work in production. Uh, so I'll be talking about some of the challenges, particularly uh, in the space of data annotations. Neetu, that's wonderful. And we're so excited to have you here today. And clearly you are uh, very educated about the topic at hand. So I can't wait to dive right in. So I understand that computer vision is a field of AI that trains computers to capture and then interpret information from image and video data. So would you mind walking us through the process of developing a computer vision solution? Yeah, sure, Michelle. Um, so any IoT AI based solution uh, fits into this process. Uh, it has four processes. Um, I am more speaking in specific to the data, which is the computer vision uh, based or the visual data. Uh, so the first process is data collection, where we collect the data and then we have to clean the data. Uh, so pre-process the data uh, to get better results. And data can be, like I mentioned, can be of any kind. It can be images, audio or text data. Uh, but for our case, which is computer vision based, um, the data here is visual data. So it can be an image or a video. The second stage is data annotation. Uh, this is where we label the data and we establish the ground uh, truth. So uh, this kind of acts as a precursor to the next step, which is the training. Uh, training is where we build the models. Uh, so based on the data we have and based on the labeled data from the previous step, uh, we build these models um, so that our uh, solution can work. Uh, and and then the next step, the last stage, is 
uh, inference. So based on the models that we have developed, uh, we apply these models for the new data that we are seeing and try to find out um, some insights from what we are seeing. So this entire process of you know, data collection, annotation, training, and inference, uh, it's a cyclic process because uh, data can become stale. And uh, if data becomes stale, our models will fail. Uh, and obviously, our performance and accuracy is going to uh, get affected because of that. You mentioned annotation is one of the key steps for developing a CV solution. So I understand there is a computer vision annotation tool that you are familiar with that's one of the top rated annotation tools available today. So can you tell us more about this tool, what business problems it's solving for the industry? Yeah, sure. Um, so as I mentioned, we have the four steps, data collection, annotation, training, and inference. The easiest of out of the four is the data annotation. However, um, it is the most time-consuming step, um, mostly because we have to do it manually. Uh, somebody has to go and look at the images and then draw like rectangular boxes. So, so basically uh, what happens in a computer vision solution is it can be a classification program uh, problem or a detection. So detection is suppose, no, I have an image and I have to detect if there is a cat or not in that particular image. So for that purpose, we have to label that data, right? Uh, and that means we have to go draw these bounding boxes around the cat in that particular image. So we are getting that location where in that image that cat is, that pixel, exact pixel location. So this entire pro, uh, no, problem here is we have to do it manually, like somebody sitting and drawing a bounding box around the <laughs> cat. So when, when it comes to videos, right, we have to decompose the videos into individual frames and frames are nothing but images. So imagine if I have no, a two minute video, it can probably have like 3000, um, 3000 images and and just imagine sitting and you know, drawing these bounding boxes for 3,000 images. <laughs> that is like time-consuming, expensive, and it is very difficult to scale. Um, so there are several tools available uh, in market. Um, I wouldn't say any of them have automated. It is still a research topic. People are trying to figure out how to automate this entire process uh, so that we can you know, save some time uh, while building uh, solutions. Uh, and one of the uh, tools, uh, as you mentioned, is the CVAT tool or the computer vision annotation tool. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, it's very, very popular. Um, if you go to the GitHub page, there are like 8,700 8, uh, people have liked that tool. Uh, you can see that on online. So it's a very popular tool. It was developed by Intel. Uh, now it's been open sourced. So it's open for all uh, to use. It is currently uh, maintained by the OpenCV community. So OpenCV is Open Computer Vision. It's a very uh, famous uh, library for uh, processing images. And it is very, very famous with the students, community, the data scientists, um, people who work with images. So they are now uh, maintaining this entire tool uh, in open source. And uh, just to add a point on the users for this CVAT tool or computer vision annotation tool, um, we have solution developers, software engineers, you know, those who are working to build 
uh, AI, ML-based you know, computer vision solutions. Those are one kind of uh, users. Data scientists can use this tool uh, because if they want to test out a model, they're developing an algorithm, they want to test out a model. Uh, as I said, data annotation is that you know, precursor, uh, pre uh, uh, precursor step before the training. So they have to do some kind of annotation and they can easily download this tool and uh, do the annotation. And there is a, there is a third, uh, 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 level of users here. So, so, so as I mentioned, annotation is very expensive, uh, for a company. So sometimes companies will uh, outsource these to other companies whose only job is to sit and do this you know, data annotation that is drawing these bounding boxes around an object in an image. So for them, these kind of tools becomes like super, super you know, uh, helpful because it will make the entire process uh, uh, easy for them. Um, so yeah, so it's a very popular and useful tool. And very exciting that there is a tool available like this. So in what ways can this tool be used? Yeah, so um, when I used this tool, it was like a couple of years back in 2019 uh, for one of my projects, uh, which was the industrial use case. Uh, so here what we had to do is we had to detect defects in a fabric uh, in a textile inspection machine. So in Asia, uh, manufacturing, the textile manufacturing is like very, very popular. Uh, they have these huge 40, 50 year old machines. Uh, and how people do inspection is basically a person is standing right in front of the fabric. Fabric is rolling through that machine. They are manually standing there and looking at each fabric, seeing if there is any kind of a defect in that fabric. Uh, if there is one, they just discard the whole thing uh, and then you know, go move on, move on to the next um, fabric. So um, obviously, it's a manual process. It is tiring for the worker as well. They are standing eight hours you know, looking at a fabric, trying to find defects. So our goal was, can we uh, automate this entire process by using AI, ML, and computer vision? Uh, so our uh, solution was to integrate cameras to this you know, huge ancient machine, and then we collect images from there, uh, apply some machine learning, uh, uh, train some models, and then you know, get results based on that. Um, so uh, so for our purpose, um, we had set up a demo in our lab uh, to simulate this entire machine. We couldn't buy this machine because it was pretty expensive. So uh, we set the uh, entire, um, uh, uh, we had the entire setup in our lab and then we collected images uh, of a fabric which had some like defects. Defects would be like a dirt mark or probably a tear or something like that. So we collected videos and then we decomposed these videos. Uh, again, um, you know, decomposing means we are getting all these frames, individual frames, which would mean around 3,000 to 4,000 images. And since we had to build models, I had to manually sit and annotate. <laughs> so that is where <laughs> I got to explore like what is out there, uh, what are the different tools. And I came across this you know, Intel developed call, a tool called the uh, CVAT tool. And I started uh, doing the annotation on that. And then uh, since then, I've seen, uh, I used it last year for one of the conferences. I had done a workshop uh, on the same tool. 
uh, and I've seen the different features uh, that have got added uh, since the time I first used it. So it is a tool which is you know, getting developed. Um, uh, uh, the developer community is very active and the developers are also trying to make it uh, more and more uh, better and easier to use. So this has been you know, my experience uh, using the, this tool uh, and I can I can say that their documentation is like really good. Um, any open source tool to be for it to be successful, uh, the documentation has to be really good. Otherwise, developers would not use it. But as I mentioned, uh, you can see the number of favorites on that GitHub repo is like 8,700 uh, people have liked wow. that uh, tool there. Yeah, yeah, a, a major time saver. A lot to love there as you're going through mm -hmm. the process and how much time it saves with what you're doing. So there. Yeah has to be a lot of people out there who are thinking, you know what, we need to deploy this tool. <laughs> so mm -hmm. what type of infrastructure mm -hmm. and technology is needed to do so? So initially in 2019, uh, you had to actually download the tool from GitHub. You have to install it manually on your machine and then do it right on a like a, you can self-host it on your local machine. Uh, but now, like last year, what I found out is you can actually uh, access the tool online. So you basically just go there, uh, create an account for yourself uh, and then just log into the tool. You can access it completely online, upload your data online, and then you can do everything online. So basically, you don't have to you know, install anything on your machine. Uh, now, sometimes uh, you know, data can be sensitive for customers. Uh, they don't want to upload it anywhere on the internet. <laughs> so they want to keep it locally. So at that, in that uh, scenario, this local uh, installation is really helpful. Uh, and the tool is JavaScript based. So um, you just have to um, download and then install and then get uh, going with it. Um, I also want to mention different um, features of the tool uh, because as I mentioned, uh, we are trying to find ways to automate this whole data annotation process. Uh, CVAT has not been able to completely automate it. Um, I call it as like semi-automation uh, because it provides a feature called as interpolation. So what happens is if I have 10 images, I draw a bounding box for the first image uh, in which the cat is there. And then I see the last frame, which is the 10th image where the you know, cat is moving out of the frame. And I draw a bounding box again there. So I have drawn only twice in the, for the first image and for the 10th image. And everything in the middle, the tool just calculates or draws the bounding box on its own. So it is saving me you know, a lot of time and energy sitting and you know, drawing these bounding boxes around the, uh, around the image, uh, around the object in the image. So that is like one of the most important feature, how it is you know, helping, it, helping out helping out the users to uh, basically save time in annotation. Uh, the second thing I would say is um, they are also trying to use existing uh, popular models to like detect people or detect animals, detect objects, right? So you just upload your video and it automatically detects all these objects in your images. And then it just tells you that, no, oh, this is the location and this is there. So you don't have to sit and draw the bonding box. <laughs> so again, a way to you know, semi-automate the whole um, process. Pretty amazing that this technology exists. So is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up here? 
Yeah, sure. Um, just uh, one other thing. So as I mentioned, it is very popular and they have a lot of features. Um, some some of the like the the disadvantages, I would say, is um, uh, it is tested only on the uh, Chrome browser. It has not been tested on like other browsers like Safari or you know, Firefox. So they do say that on their GitHub repo. Uh, so um, it's it just uh, you know, a, a, a disclaimer to the to anyone who's using that, you know, make sure that you're using a Chrome uh, browser there. And also uh, since we are dealing with uh, visual data, which is like gigahertz of you know, gigabytes of data and uh, it can be a lot of data there so we don't know how the tool will behave when we have a lot of data to annotate um i mean that kind of uh, uh, um, uh, low testing has not been done so that is again a uh, open thing there uh, and then thirdly as i mentioned um, it is like a semi-automated tool it's not automated completely yet uh, but I do think, uh, you know, going, seeing how they are like progressing uh, with the development of the tool, I'm pretty sure they will come up uh, with that solution as well. Nitu, great conversation. So those listening out there who may want to learn more about the solution, how can they reach you? Yeah, sure. Um, LinkedIn is obviously the preferred way. You can just message me and um, I, I can respond. Or else, if you want to connect with me through email, uh, my uh, Intel email ID is neetu.elizabeth.simon at intel.com. So that's N-E-E-T-H-U dot E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H dot S-I-M-O-N at intel.com. Wonderful. Neetu, thank you so much for joining us. Neetu Elizabeth Simon, she is the IoT ML Senior Software Engineer Network and Edge Group at Intel. It's been a pleasure to have you. Some great conversation, exciting tool, and so much more time that you're able to, to give to uh, things like this podcast, I guess, because of the use of that tool. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. And thank you again, Nitu, for joining us. And thank you to all of you who are tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Network and Edge Solutions Group. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to hear more from the Network and Edge Solutions Group. I'm your host, Michelle Don Mooney. Thanks again for joining us. We hope to see you soon. Yeah.